Welcome back to the Lost in Sci-Fi podcast. I'm your host, Leland, here with Elizabeth. Hi, everybody. And this week's um, kind of a cosmic selection choice, it's odd. Because we're not quite sure how long we can go with it, so this could be all over the place. But we're going to try. Yeah. Uh, space food. Yeah. <laughs> Futuristic recipes. Um, what would you eat? Would you like some? And what would you not like to eat? Right. Uh, I wrote a few down off the top of my head of things that I just... I mean, basically, I went to Wars and Trek first because they're the, always our go-to. But, yeah. like, um, I, I did want to bring up, though, in any kind of futuristic movie or if we go to the future or there's time travel or we're on a different planet, have you ever noticed that fruit just always seems to be the big thing? But, like, big. I mean, big. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, here's a strawberry, but it's the size of a melon. And you're like... <laughs> Okay. Either that or it has a weird taste. You know, it's a strawberry, but it tastes like an orange. You know? Or, or it's like, here's our star fruit. And it's like, it looks like a melon, but it has like a tentacle. And you're just right. like, oh. And the tentacle's edible, but it's not a creature. It's actually still fruit. Yes. Like, I've noticed in a lot of sci-fi properties, if you go to the future or planets, maybe fruit and vegetable is the easiest thing to make. Right. By a prop guy. So, yeah. like, they're always just like, here's a giant orange. And you're like, yes. And we're having yes, to take their word about how it tastes, too. You know, sure. just the actors have to sell it They're as like, well. oh, it tastes like lemon. You're like, okay, because it looked like poop. Yeah. You know, but I'll... <laughs> You know, I would be safe to say I probably wouldn't want to try most Klingon foods. No. Yeah, not no. really so much into that. No, yeah. I look yeah, gak. No, that's the worms. Yeah. No, yeah. and you see the humans on the promenade in DS Nine eating it, like yes. like it's like this delicacy. And again, maybe three hundred years from they're not so hung up on not eating. They have great antacids. I guess. But I see. Dax take a handful of worms and like pick it up and she's like oh the gag is fine and I'm thinking you're about to eat worms stop 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 well I just saw in a house episode somebody was eating a delicacy at a restaurant and this is on this planet but I guess it was a type of squid but it's so fresh that when they serve it to you it's still like the little tentacle is still moving around because it just got killed and I'm like I have to admit that would be the freshest thing ever but not that fresh thanks um at the time of recording, because uh, I listened to The Nerdist, and right. um, Chris Hardwick just got married, and he's on his honeymoon in Japan. Right. And I follow There's him on Instagram. Food around there. And so, him and his wife have been um, doing this eat the face, eat the face, and they keep picking up like weird crawfish or like squid yeah. or like whatever they're serving. Yeah. And it's got the eyeballs, and, and they're just like eat the face, eat the face, and they'll quickly just throw it in their mouth and like chew 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 quickly and swallow it and they're like oh my god it was so gross and I'm like that's what you do like yeah. you're on your honeymoon eat the face that's, yes. it has some fun with it sure sure she seems to be a lot more into eating the strange eat the face food right. than Chris is like he had a very like he ate like a, I want to say it looked like a, like a crawfish right I'm sure it was a shrimp mm-hmm. but his reaction was like oh god <laughs> oh god you know and she was just like whatever you big baby and she's just like she's like she goes look at the eyeballs and I was just like oh stop, stop. it's a money thing because she comes from a lot of money 
Well, I think anyone can go over there and eat the face no, no, of anything I, you no, want. No, I meant, like, the idea of, like, embracing the really weird delicacies. Oh, I'm sure she's embraced a lot of weird delicacies in her yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming yeah. from Hearst Money. Yeah. And, and, the, and I think she's a fantastic person. Like, I follow her in she a lot of... She seems very cool. And she does a lot of good for a lot of different charities. So I don't think she's as maybe stuck up as the 1930s Hearst. Sure. But, yes, I'm sure coming from a billionaire, like, <laughs> old money, you've had a few escargot on your plate. I would guess You so. know, I'm, it's one of those people like, oh, well, when I was in Paris last time, and right. you're just like, oh, that's not a phrase I know people who use. You know, it's well, it's like... so funny. Most of the delicacies, you figure it's like, like rich people doing this, a lot of them came from poor people having to eat whatever crap they could. Sure. You know, I've yeah. had I've had escargot before, but it was from somebody cooking it on the side of the road, you know, and it was like barbecued in tin foil. It's how not, was it? Uh, it was so barbecued that really all I could taste was like barbecue and spices, and it was a little chewy. It's probably yeah. the best. I thought so too. Yeah. It's like you know, most weird food is best when you fry the crap out of it. That's know? how I want to eat it. Exactly. I don't, yeah. No. Calamari I... is great as long as it's fried, so it's recognizable. I, I had calamari last night for dinner. Yes. Yes. And yes. I and we're talking, I was eating the whole little head in the squids and I was like, but it's so fried, I can't tell. Yeah, and I was dip, dip, dip in the sauce and just eat that's it. That's another thing. You need to yeah. put a lot of sauce and spices on it. Totally fine. That's but right. I, now I know I have eaten a bug, like a fried bug, but yeah. I can't, I, I want to say it was a cricket of some sort. Yes. But I don't remember where or how. I had a dehydrated cricket at the fair this year. And how did that go? It was fine. It was small, so it's like smaller than the top knuckle of your pinky finger. Sure. Okay. Cool. And there was nothing like gooey or any right. kind of liquid at all. So really, you just tasted it, and it was just a crunch, and that's it. I mean, it was just like, like the the little tiny pieces of kernel in the bottom of uh-huh. a popcorn thing. Not the not the seeds, but right. like the little tiny. It was like that. Okay. Yeah, it was fine. I, I know, was it the, um, they'll have uh, grasshoppers or crickets in ice cream? Okay. Uh, All right. I guess the ice cream masks the flavor of you eating a bug? It's, for me, it would not be about the flavor. It would be about if I bite into it and there's any liquid inside at all, I'm going to be unhappy. I really am. I'll be honest with you. I never even factored in the liquid uh, until right now. Sorry. And now I'm a little grossed out. <laughs> yeah, no, I just. That's why the dehydrated cricket was so yeah, awesome. Yeah, no, I just. There I wasn't just, anything there. Because in my mind, I'm like, well, it's cooked. Yeah. There's no liquid in cooked food. No, that's not true. It's, unfortunately that's not. not, not, not juices, no. It's juices retained. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's. Yeah, like, I would. Like, look, it's not like the. Like Fear Factor or Survivor, like a still a big thing. But remember when yes. ten years ago we watched those shows, or yeah. you at least watched the commercials, and they're like, "Eat this." No, no, I don't care to. No, I'm like, you know what? I guess I'm just not going to get that twenty five thousand dollars because I'm not going to eat no. this particular bug. Would you eat snake? I would if it was cooked. Me too. Yeah, I don't think I ever have, but I'm like, I've heard. It's funny how they always say it tastes like chicken. Sure. You know, and I'm like, yeah, I could do that. I've I've had a little piece of alligator at one point, and it was fine too. I've had alligator. Oh, you and me have talked about food outside of the podcast because yeah. we like to eat, but yeah. um, and because you lived in Florida, and I discussed it when I lived in Florida, and gator down there is like almost on every menu. You can see it like all even at the Denny's, they're like, you want gator bites? You're like. Yeah, I'll tell you. Like, so I've had gator a few different times. I didn't dislike it. Yeah, it was fine. It, it is very chewy. Um, but it's not, it doesn't have like a, 
for some reason, I get this idea like it would have a fishy taste. I'm like, it's not a fish. It's no, a reptile, so it's fine. But there's even some fish I won't eat, depending on... Because mm. it just... I don't want the fishy smell. Yeah, yeah. Like, like we'll buy fish. Like, I love halibut. Yes. I love tuna. I love salmon. Yes. Now, my dad hates salmon, so we don't have salmon that often. Salmon is like on the getting into the fishier and side. And that's the thing, is it gets, it, if, yeah. depending on how you cook it, it mm. gets real fishy. Um, but like, uh, was it trout? Oh my God. That's, but a lot of the freshwater <sighs> stuff is the best because it's just so, it yeah. has such a clean taste to it. Fried like. trout, fried catfish. And you catfish just, is great. You just pull the bones right out and oh, it's like yeah. fried with the cornmeal on both sides. And you just, hit shit, stick that on a stick over the side of a fire and yes. I'm good to go. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people don't like catfish because they're like, oh, they're bottom feeders and they're so greasy. I'm like, no, they are. it's like the richest fish that yeah. you could eat. It's because it's, so... it's all the terrible stuff. That's exactly. what you want. It's I like it's... eating a burger. Yes. It's, <laughs> it's good. That's catfish is good eating. You ever had shark? Uh, I have to assume I've had it on a sushi. Okay, all right. But I, I don't remember what the taste was. Our neighbors across the street from us, they actually had a, a little beach house when we were growing up that we would all go and visit every once in a while and the dad and the brother on their boat caught a small shark and uh-huh. cooked it so it was like super fresh yeah. and they it was like fishy steak you know it had a very toughness that's how it. I would it, imagine it to be it was good I remember I remember being glad that I got to eat it because I'm like how often am I going to have a chance no and that's fair and to go back to the Klingon thing people eat mealworms they do yeah. I mean, I mean, people do eat worms. It's not like it's unheard of. No, no. Um, Especially with you know poverty and famine being what it is in the world, they're moving towards like having more of that type of food. Like, how easy would it be able to raise millions of crickets for people to eat? You know, and it wouldn't destroy ugh. the environment like a cow. You know. I, I hear you. <laughs> I know. I, I get I, that. I, I totally hear you. <laughs> but the idea of eating a cricket burger, yeah. just. Cricket flour is apparently a bigger thing than I realized, you know? All right, it's flour. Yeah. I don't know it's coming from a cricket. I'm fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like, it's powder. It's, it's been ground into unrecognizability. Yeah, and I'm totally fine with that. It's, yeah. yeah, but, man, the Klingons, they they eat... Now, did the Vulcans oh. ever have anything gross? I know that Vulcan food was apparently a lot hotter than we Yeah, did. the Vulcans really, they were really into spices. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think they had anything gross per se, but they were all most of the Vulcan society is vegetarian. Right. So it was always kind of like, I always it was always soups. Yeah, soups and salads. Yeah, and like and vegetables. Like, like T'Pol was always like wanting a soup. Plumik. Yeah, plumik soup. We yeah. were just like, okay, it sounds pretty. It looked good. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, whatever it was they were using. So a couple of years ago, uh, the whole thing started because I had gone to one of those. I was looking for something for this party I was going to. And I go to one of those stores in San Diego where they're all, it's all sweatshop stuff. And, right. you know, trendy little clothes that'll probably fall apart after the first time. And I'd found this dress and I'm telling my friend about it later. I said, I didn't buy it because it wasn't like a Star Trek dress, but it was like, if you have a fancy party where everybody's supposed to be wearing something Star Trek inspired, this would be the dress. She's like, I want to do that party. And she did. Right. And so she had a party over at her place. We all had our ears on and our uniforms and whatever. And she made all of this Star Trek food. And I think a lot of the stuff she got off a Tumblr site called Food Replicator. And this person like goes into episodes of Star Trek and looks at the food that they have uh-huh. and kind of breaks down the recipe of what it would it. be. It's a great idea. It's awesome. Send me that. That I sounds will. fantastic. I will totally send it to you. Because she does other things like... 
you know, not like maybe from the episodes, but here's how to make these Star Trek cookies. Right, here's how right, to get right. These designs. But yeah, she got the recipe for plomique soup, which dumbass me. I'm like, oh, is it like a chicken broth? And my friend Natasha looked at me and she's like, Vulcans are vegetarians. I'm like, I'm sorry, it's a vegetable broth. Of course you're just it like, is. I'm you're like, sorry. Vulcans aren't real. I know. So what was this made out of? You just stare this around. Is a, this is a nerd party. It was, you it just, was you're just like, you're like, this can get dirty real quick. Like, <laughs> but I don't even remember all the foods that we had. But it was, it was great. You know, I, I'm a sucker for any of the books from certain series, like the food of Star Wars and the food of Star Trek. Oh, I have Trek. a few of that, I yeah. do too. I love stuff like I that. I have a Harry Potter one, like yeah. make the weird magic food of Harry Potter. And then you look, you're like, let's well, just chicken. Yeah, it's fine, like, you know. But they made it with a wand, so it's magic chicken. Yeah. Uh, do you ever read any of the Anne McCaffrey books, like Dragon Song? And no, Dragon me Singer? personally, no, my dad loves, he's read them all. Well, they have, right. They've had several books that talk about like all the different recipes and oh, stuff right. that you can get in there. It's, yeah, the, that's fun. Uh, I did go to a party once where they made Romulan ale. Now, what did they use for Romulan? They used blue curacao, I believe. Curacao. Okay. Am I? I think I'm saying it right. Cur- uh, is it Caraco? I always said Caraco, but I'm sure I'm wrong. Maybe. It's the blue one that yes. has an orange taste to it. Yes, yes. And that's... I want to say they didn't even add anything to it. They right. just put it in a fancy, futuristic jar. We're like, here's the Romulan ale. You're right. like... Did you put fruit juice in it? Like, because this is going to be really strong. Well, in college, uh, the people that I was hanging out with, they would make Romney and Ale. They made it with Blue Dini Kool-Aid, which is not a flavor that's available anymore. Apparently, the dye was not good for people, so they started making it. But then they would mix it with Everclear. Oh, no, no. I think the blue whatever... Curacao. I'm going to say Curacao because it sounds sexy. Sure, sure. I'm sure I'm saying it all wrong. Uh, That's okay. Um... That or I know some, um, there are recipes online that call for other blue drinks, but like if you want vodka, then just get a blue vodka. Yeah, it's fine. You know, but, um. Do you know what you can do that with the blue Caraco or Caraso or whatever sure. it is? Uh, we, we drank Vulcan blood cocktails at one point. All it uh, is is that mixed with orange juice because the blue with the orange yeah. makes green. So it's fine. Uh, blood wine. I know I didn't buy a bottle of it at the Star Trek experience before it shut down, but it was just a, um, red wine. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I, you just, just yeah. that's that's what I like is that you just call it something. You You're know? like, oh, it's blood wine. Oh, it's it's a nice Merlot. Exactly. Got it. Got it. Fine. <laughs> I'm good. It's, it happens to be a particularly vivid color. I'm, I'm sure. Um, I I went to one nerd party where they made mother's milk from Serenity. Oh, what was that? The, uh, it tasted like ass. Okay. It was like milk as well. It should. Yeah, no. It was they used milk and like some sort of vodka. I want to say. Yeah. It was terrible. No. Like I took a sip. I was like. This is awful. And they were like, well, was it supposed to be awful? Like in the show. I'm like, no. The show is supposed to be awful. I come to a party. I want to enjoy what I'm drinking. My little yeah. sister at one point found this site. It was one of those bartender sites. But the idea is you just enter all the ingredients that you have in your apartment. And it tells you what drinks you can make. You know, That is a really good idea. Maybe. Maybe. In no, theory, no, I hear you. The recipe yeah. that she got, it's called horse jizz. It's no. milk and beer. <laughs> oh, that, oh, God. <laughs> to this day, I'm like, what? No. God, what an awful idea. And an awful name. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, like, yes. It's, no, the most hardcore drink I ever had was in college. The night after, right, the, the night before graduation from college, we went to Paradise Island at the Disney World. Yes. Before they got rid of it. And they had a drink. They had a shot there called the Liquid Cocaine. 
And it was like, I don't even know what was in it. Right. Uh, I know I took, I shot it. And you could, this is going to be a weird statement because I know, I understand how the body works. This is not where the liquid goes. Yeah. But I felt like you could feel it enter your lungs. (laughs) Like, it was like, like, you know, it it was spreading out all over my chest. It was like, that's not where liquid goes. (laughs) It's not a terrible (laughs) feeling though. You're like, I feel toasty. But it's, uh, I do like the, um, the, the a lot of the, the the drinks and Star Wars and well not Star Wars is different like they show you they're eating things yes. like like there was a lot of fruit at Maz's table in the last movie um, uh, Ray with the freeze dry bread that yes. she put like that was awesome I love that and that you're like big. okay so they do eat things and a blue milk of course of blue course milk of course blue milk um, which is from all accounts just milk with food dye <laughs> it's literally blue milk if you have a Star Wars party and you don't have blue milk you're doing it wrong right, right. but like the um, the cantina we see them drinking things but we never hear anybody order anything right so we just kind of assume like oh they're ordering fun what looks like cocktails of the future with you know maybe a little tiny bit of dry ice in it to make it smoke mm-hmm. oh I love the dry ice I and do smoke too. but yeah. Like I would assume in the Star Wars universe, on the outer outs, the outer rim area, like where we spend most of our time, really, a lot of stuff is freeze dried, and I th- I got that impression from the Simon Pegg character when he was just like, "I'll give you four quarters," you know, yes. and he was doing that thing, and I was like, "Okay, so everything in the outer rim is like freeze dry packages, add water, you eat." Which you know they did makes that sense. In, they did it in the Firefly world too. Yeah, I mean reconstituted protein. That's you all know, because like, again, we didn't need to have a scene where Han Solo was eating at the Millennium Falcon while driving. Yeah, like, I was about to say, did they ever? Do we ever remember seeing them eat anything in any of the original Star Wars? No, because it's not. A, I mean, Yoda's weird soup. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we need to figure out. That's basically what, what they called it. Um, Girl Scout stew when we were in Girl Scouts. Basically, it's any kind of like base like canned stew Uh, or soup and then you just throw stuff like potatoes and onions and carrots and whatever you happen to have and any spices like a goulash kind of a situation which actually is not bad i kind of like that kind of stew it's okay yeah Yeah. 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 um my grandmother is still very much depression era style of cooking Uh, we have a lot of goulash and i'm more just like this shit's terrible Like not have, everything in the refrigerator needs to be in this right. you casserole. You have to do it right. You really do. Like, how do you feel about casseroles? I'm not a fan. I like them. I do only yeah. because I they're very hard. I think as long as the ingredients that you have are fine, they're hard to mess up. You know, I make like I hear you. I, I make but I've had a lot of bad casserole like. in no, my life. That's fair. <laughs> I make a um, I make a sweet potato casserole that I'm sorry. I've heard about other people's sweet potato casserole, but mine's the best. Sure. Yes. I would imagine it is too. Uh, no. It's, Something about a casserole, I, like I see people bring them, and I'm like, "Fuck's that!" Yeah. What you couldn't do real food cooking, no, like you know, that's so. why I like it. It's like you know, cream and mushroom soup can just be add a lot of that's, stuff can no, go into there. And you know? I've had many evenings for that as dinner. I'm <laughs> yeah. not saying I'm opposed to eating it. I just sometimes don't like it. You said to put um, a lot of cheese. In it. That's yeah, the secret. Uh, well, you know, you, you talk, but the freeze drying, I think, is. That's all I remember really thinking. Unless you go into like, like Naboo, or uh, I'm sure Coruscant's got a lot of food. Oh, in the yeah. in the upper levels, the down levels, no, they're probably scavenging. They're eating each other down there. Yeah. Um, but like, was it even at the table on Cloud City? We never saw what they were actually eating. No, no, you're you right. You know, but let's be realistic. Do you think they sat down and they 
<laughs> Once Vader popped up, like, I'm pretty sure dinner was canceled. I kind of <laughs> figured it probably was. I don't think anybody had much of an appetite at that no, point. Vader don't. can't eat through that mask. No, so. not at all. Uh, yeah, I wonder if he just eats, like, a strict weird diet of, like, liquid protein. I'm sure he does. Yeah, yeah. there's like uh, maybe not even maybe not even drink anything anymore. It's all intravenous. Oh, mm-hmm. gross. I know, right? um, but the, you look at the start when you were at university. They do all that kind of thing, um, and then you go to the Star Trek universe. Like you know, you get the Klingons, but the Federation is very much the replicator. A lot of it, and yeah. and they tell you in dialogue that the replicating food is the most nutritious version of whatever you ordered. Yeah. And I always thought, you know, because it's television, so, oh, I want a steak. It looks like a great steak. Sure. And there was, I read one book where um, one of, a lady from the Enterprise era fell through time. She ended up on the Enterprise D or E. One of the, no, she ended up on the E. And they were like, oh, well, here's a replicator. And she was like, well, what's a replicator? And they were like, well, order whatever. And she was like, oh, okay. Like she was um, uh, Mexican in descent. So she was like, I haven't had like a taco in like 150 years. Right. So like her first, she was like, I would like a, you know, a, a, a carnius, or I don't think she ordered carne asada, but right, she was right. like, I would like a taco plate with sour cream, refried beans and like guacamole. And it said it replicated it. And she said she ate it. And she said it in the, she described it as it tastes fine. Yeah. But pasty. Because it's a replication food and it is the most nutritious version of whatever you're eating. And I was like, no, don't do that no. to my imagination I, on I it. Actually, like, <laughs> I remember hearing something at one point because there's two things you have to consider. I've heard people talk about somebody who programmed the replicator. Right. So you got to figure in every food, you're going to have to know exactly like, well, what was the recipe that the replicator was sure, pulling from? Yeah. And then the programming itself, like... Did they program the sour cream to taste really fresh, or did it have like a chemically taste or everything? So it's like so she just ordered basic, exactly. not knowing that you could mess with the program. And who knows? Like yeah. obviously, the captain is going to have the very best people to program his sure, replicator sure. with the best recipes. They figured out like they tweaked the numbers to make. Like, no, you're the right bread because even like yeah. um, even in, like Janeway and Chakotay would get together for their weekly meals. Yes, and she was like, oh, she goes. I programmed the replicator to make this specific like my grandmother used exactly. to make. And I, oh, yeah, you're right. So I just never really put the two together. Yeah, like, so you can actually cook with the replicator. Kind of, yeah. I guess if if you don't cook, you call that cooking. Right. But it's you also, it's also a, comp- it's a computer. It's only going to be able to do what it's been told. So, you know, yeah. if it thinks that, like... Cooking with my grandmother before she passed away was amazing because she didn't use any like measurements. Like oh, she's no, one of yeah. those that people, old like, school never did. Oh yeah, like like you know, a tablespoon is actually like the hollow of your, yeah. your hand. You a know, pinch is a is a is bigger actually, pinch. But she also knew yeah. things like when you're making biscuits, she knew how fresh her baking powder was because right. you're going to have to use more of it if it's not as fresh to make good biscuits. That's fair. So the computer has to be told that it has to be programmed. So. Yeah, and there's a couple. Of, I mean, then there's like Cisco would cook. Yes. Like because you know his, his background was he was a a a chef at his father's restaurant so you know so he would cook but then there was that comment in next generation right after um keiko and o'brien got married and he's like oh well i'll make something and she's like you mean without a replicator oh we never had real food at our house growing up and you're like oh god that's so weird isn't it strange like 
here's a here's a sandwich, right. and someone's like, it's not replicated. No, I put oh, it together shit. myself. Oh shit! You know, it's like, oh my god, yeah. yeah. And I think they did that in Next Generation. Didn't they have a party at one point where Riker was cooking or something? Yeah, the like... egg was awful. Yeah, 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 it was like some weird alien egg, and they were all like, "Oh, this is terrible." It's awful. Yeah. Well, you know, you can. <sighs> have you ever had? Um, um, I think it's called uh, un- unami or something. I can't. It's um, um, sea urchin sushi. I know of it. I've seen it, and I've never had it. It's dreadful. It's oh, okay, fair. Awful. It's just. I remember reading up afterwards. I love you. You you started off high. Like, you're like have you ever had this <laughs> one thing? Please yeah, no. don't. You won't yeah. like it. It is it's terrible. Bad. But it's a delicacy. But then I I read up on it afterwards, stupidly, and somebody was describing the consistency of the meat of it uh-huh. as having a milk like texture. I'm like, yes, that's partly why it's awful. Oh, that it's, sounds it's gross. dreadful. But it's a delicacy, so you never can tell. Yeah. You know, Maybe the egg he was cooking was perfectly fine. It's just not to our taste. Uh, since we're since we're on track, we might as well just keep the ball rolling. Sure. The uh, certain species of track I mean, Klingons specifically, because we spend so much time with them, hunt yeah. for their food. Yeah. It is like I, I, me personally, I've never gone hunting. Me neither. Now, I have a weird, I, I. <laughs> I don't know where I, where I fall on the hunting yeah. argument. Yeah. Um, because on one hand, I don't think we as a society need to hunt. Mm-hmm. But there are some people who still live in rural backwoods country areas who do hunt for food. Yes. And and for them, I think, okay, that's fine because you're hunting to stay alive, essentially, for exactly. you and your family. Exactly. I don't think the weekend hunter Probably is necessarily needed. So I have a hard time with it because I don't want to... It's the difference between hunting for food and hunting for trophies. Yeah, like I don't want to tell that person not to hunt. Right. But I would like to think, okay, that's fine. You're going to go shoot Bambi this weekend. But <laughs> oh. are you going to use Bambi for its full intent? I would Or hope. is Bambi just going to be put on your wall with a party hat and sunglasses in your day room? And the rest of him got incinerated. Yeah, because you know? yeah. that's where I'm like, well, maybe you could have chose to do something else with Bambi. Go look up at some point. I wonder, alright, so I'm part of one of the Night Vale groups on Facebook. Sure, and they of post, course you are. Yeah, and they, I love it because they don't just post Night Vale stuff, they post things that Night Vale people would like. Right. And there's this video, and I, I go look it up, and it's, just Google at some point, Mutant Deer Okay. It's deer that have been bred for their horns, but their horns are so crazy. Like, I mean, these giant, giant racks uh-huh. with little tendrils going off in all directions and everything, but they're bred for that. This is a real thing? It's an honest to God Well, they're antlers, thing. so they fall off. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, okay, do they, what do they do the deer? They A lot of times they, uh, they breed them for that, and then they release them into hunting areas so hunters can come get them. But sometimes when they release them, they're still drugged, and so they're easy to hunt, and okay. they're not good for the population. So there's a dark side of this. There okay. really, really is. So I, thought, I, thought, I thought we were going to be like, and once they've got their beautiful antlers because the antlers fall off they're set free (laughs) no pretty much i wish my story was that uplifting no yeah but that's what you said about hunting like if somebody's going out like deer actually do have to get hunted to keep the population down i get that so they tell us if you don't know if the the deer army is really causing us trouble but sure i don't also i'm not a farmer with crops that get destroyed by deer that's fair we are not farmers we live in a city yes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, so it's like, yes, hunting for that, but specifically 
physically creating more deer so you can hunt them starts to seem counterproductive. It does. Now, I do know in Florida there are opportunity moments where they will lift the gator hunting because yeah. the gator population is far too crazy. They're like, we need to cut this down by 50,000. Right. Go go hog wild. Everyone's wearing leather this year. Yeah. You know, and I get it. Yeah. It's not an endangered species. They're everywhere in Florida. Right. Now, am I against it? Maybe. Mm. But at least they're eating the gator, you yeah. know, as we've discussed earlier with chewiness. But the... But it's when I have a problem. Like, I love the Native American mentality about it. Like, yes. we need it. We use every portion of that animal. Yeah. Because like, it's disrespectful to the animal to waste it. Right. And I, I love like the that. concept that they believe that the animal had a spirit of its own. The spirit was given over to them to survive. Here, we'll make clothes out of its hide. I have uses for all the bones. I'll even eat the innards for things, you know. Sure. And you're like, okay, the animal was well put to use. But then you go to, say, like, the big game hunters. Yeah. You're just like, well, I shot a jaguar. You're like, okay, why? Oh, that, that woman who shot the lion. Oh, saying that that. Yeah, oh, seriously, God. I know, right? But it's just like, but but what what did you, what was the purpose? Right, right. Like, oh, I shot a lion. Right. Um, so there's only now one less of the 25 that right. there were in the wild. I think it's just that mentality. You had like, to shoot it. Think about the satisfaction that you have while playing some some funny little Facebook game or whatever. Right. Some people get that same satisfaction out of hunting you I know, just, and killing an animal. You know? I just don't get it. But then, but you know, the Klingons live, or what was it, the Herogen? They live for the hunt. Yeah, exactly. You know, like what predator? True, you know, as and well. they man is the greatest hunt, you yeah, know. But know. you want to talk about trophy hunting right there? They're yeah. not using all of the person. You no, know? they just like they take the spine and they're, leave the rest of it. Boiling the rest of it, you're like, what? If at least if you were eating that human, it'd be better. But and even in uh, was it uh, Jurassic Park two, when he was just like I. He's just like, you can keep your payment. All I want to do is hunt the Tyrannosaur. Yeah. And he's just like, as I've hunted everything on the planet one can hunt. Yeah. I want the king of the beasts. And you're just like, yeah. and I love that he he hunts it and he has no satisfaction from it. Right. Like, I, I thought that was a really good metaphor for hunting. He's just like, he's like, I did it. I hunted down the king of beasts. And right. I was just like. I felt nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like, my well, friend's dead. I, he wasn't here. And I want to say, I think that was his lover. Like, it was very subtext. It was. It was. Um, he yeah. was just like, my boy's dead. Yeah. I hunted it. And I felt nothing. You can take this thing and go. I guess it's like, kind of like, I guess it's like chasing a high, you know? I yeah. Mean, if you've hunted the same thing over and over again, you want something more. So that's that would explain why people shoot lions, you know? If you're hunting something, like you're hunting a deer is one thing, but if you're hunting something that should technically be hunting you, then yeah, I guess. Yeah, well, it's like the raptors. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, not that they were hunting them, but in the last movie, they're like trying to train them. Right. And you're like, okay. I mean, we see it work successful because due to plot in the movie. Yes. But let's be realistic. <laughs> in, in the real world, <laughs> Maybe not so much. You know, but, you know. That's well, it was it like it was like they said in Jurassic World. It's just like, well, we've never really made these things correct. No, they've been they've been sideshow monsters since the beginning because you wanted the you know the scare factor. I made you 
the ultimate okay. monster. Oh, he and, is very scary. Yeah, you know? so it's, yeah. you know, the hunted becomes the hunted. Or no, the hunter becomes the, the hunted. hunted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the Klingons do that fair. They're very much into their, like, you know... I always never understood because then they'd say, like, oh, I had a pet Targ. And you're like, okay. And they'd be like, oh, we were hunting Targ. You're like, okay, so you can have a pet one, I guess, if it's... I think you can do Somewhat that domesticated, but then yeah. also you can eat it, I guess, if you get bored. Yeah, <laughs> like, no. I mean, when you get right down to it, people have pet gators, you know? Which, then... let's be, let's, people, stop. Yeah, that's stop what to that. say. Like, it's, what is it, Darwin Awards in action right there? Oh, it's eventually God. it's going to eat somebody. Yeah, was, yes. oh, you can walk it. No, you can't. Do they, do they, do the Klingons eat? They do eat Targ? I, I, I want to say they do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure they, they'll eat anything. I've gathered... Except a vegetable. I don't think there are many ve- Klingon vegetable dishes. I'm just going to guess. There are not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to safely say that. Yeah, yeah. Can't imagine mm-hmm. a Klingon eating a salad. Well, that's one of my favorite scenes in um, Star Trek VI when they're at the dinner table and the Enterprise crew is pulling out the napkin yeah. and, and the Klingons are like... Ugh. And they just drop it on their laps because they don't know. Like, what is this for? It's to keep yeah. my clothes from getting right. something on them? Just their clothes, you know? But they're, yeah, I don't have. Now, you went to Shanghai to eat. Yes. You ate some funky stuff there, I have A to A little imagine. bit, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, there was the snails that right. we had. And then we had a, a, a dish that was like Kung Pao chicken, but they put the chicken feet on top. No. So had, had, uh, there's not no. any, there's not, it was all breading and there's really no meat on it. So it just Oh, tasted. so you can eat them. They weren't like a, Yeah. it yeah. wasn't like this um, parsley where it's like, oh, every plate has chicken feet for good I luck think we, or something. We, we nibbled on a few of them just for, you know, for whatever. We had a couple friends that we had met when they were from, um, they were originally from, uh, Macau, mm-hmm. which is, I guess it's an island. I can't remember where it is. Sure, sure, sure. But they, they were totally, you know, they spoke the language and everything. So they were the ones who were getting us, like, the more weird stuff to try because we trusted them. Yeah, why not? Yeah. You're wooden Rome. Yeah, yeah, but they, at one point we got, uh, it was a fish and it was just a cooked fish, but it, the whole fish came out on the plate and um, one of the one of our friends said, you know, the fish eye is considered to be, you know, lucky. And my friends all looked at me because I'm the one eating all the weird stuff while right. we were there. And I ate it. And I did not care for the fish eye because um, it it was like fishy jelly with a little bone in the middle of it. So Ew. it was a little gross. So yeah, gross. we had we had some weird stuff. Yeah. I think one of the best scenes in in cinema for eating weird delicacies would definitely be Temple of Doom. Oh, yeah, with the monkey brains. With the monkey, monkey brains. Brain oh, and the, yeah, and the no. eyeball soup. No, Which, no. of course, it's all played for comedy. Yeah. But, like, when they cut into the python, and all the little pythons come out, oh, and then the guy, no. they show the guy, like, just eating them, like, you're just like, ah, that's disgusting. That's like, so gross. <laughs> no, none of that, thanks. No, okay, so you said your dad liked the Anne McCaffrey dragon song books, Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, he likes did he all ever, Did he ever read the Crystal Singer books? He might have, I don't know. You want to talk about somebody. Back in her day, this chick, Anne McCaffrey, knew how to write about food. Because, uh-huh. like, the Crystal Singers, they have this very dangerous job, but it has the potential to make them a lot of money. So they're always going to these planets and eating these amazing foods that right. are described so well. And I just, I can't even, I can't even remember half the things that they ate. 
but always the best foods. You know, well, great stuff. Uh, J.R.R. Tolkien did some very good food. I mean, like, um, Boy, was the, it... the whole the Hobbit's party in the very beginning, oh, all the foods yeah, they were eating food. there. Yeah. yeah, the cheese, the, yeah. Uh, the lumness bread. Yes. With, you know, I love how they're just like, oh, a, a bite a day is like eating a full meal. And each other is like, how many did you eat? Four. Does it taste good? I always thought it was probably like hardtack when you get right down to uh, it. I assume it's probably hardtack. I kind of thought maybe it tastes like a shortbread, only always, because it looked like a shortbread. I always wanted, if I were going to make it, I would make it just yeah. a shortbread in the shape of leaves or something. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it was hardtack. Yeah, yeah I Which is gross. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, then there's always the thing we've discussed before when we talked about Dune, the spice. Yeah. Which we both kind of agreed we figured was cinnamon. Yeah, yeah. Some kind um, of like cinnamon ginger kind and of And the way that they described it, I mean, it was not only it was in the air, it was in the water, it was in the food. So mm-hmm. everything they ate, drank, and breathed had a cinnamon quality to it. Yeah. Which, let's be honest, doesn't sound terrible. No, I imagine you'd probably get tired of it after a, a little while. A little bit. It's yeah, like, because it's know, cinnamon. Yeah, you know. I went into Michael's last night and they have all the cinnamon stuff. Oh, yeah, they are. The Halloween is here. Yes, yeah. Halloween fall and all that kind of stuff. And I thought it smelled wonderful. And then I thought, I bet if I worked here, I probably wouldn't like it so much oh, having God, to smell no, that day yeah. in and day out. But, Was yeah. I just went to the um, Wizarding World of Harry Potter at Which Universal. looked amazing. And I tried, you know, as much different things as I could try there because, you know, they're. They really are trying to, hey, the book described it like this. Yes. JK okayed it. Yes. We made it as close as we could get, you know. So I bought some pumpkin juices because I always thought the idea, like I love pumpkins. Yes. I love pumpkin soup. I think pumpkin spice anything, which of course I know there's a difference between pumpkin and pumpkin spice. Yeah, but still. But pumpkin. Yes. Um. You know, so it's my favorite gourd. <laughs> Whoever said that. Uh, but it was, I bought the pumpkin juice because I was like, well, we'll give this a shot. Smelled amazing. It yes. smelled like pumpkin with apple and cinnamon. And I was like, yes to all the smells. <laughs> you know, which, like you said, it smells like Michael's. I took a big old swig of it. And I was just like, oh, no, to all the taste. Oh, like, dear. It, it tasted exactly like... An apple cider with a hint of pumpkin, yeah. which does not sound terrible, yeah. but the aftertaste did not work for me. Now, my dad drank both like they were not. He was like, oh, I like this. I'm like, all right, good. Good, then fine. Here's yeah. mine. Yeah. Um, was it like a chemical sort of aftertaste? I, I don't know. It was just an aftertaste I didn't, I didn't jive on. All right. Now, the butterbeer? Yeah. Oh, I'd bathe in butterbeer. Describe it for me. It's like it butterscotch. Like okay. they took like butterscotch candy, yeah. melted it, added it to a liquid, mm. and then put butterscotch foam on top of it. And they were mm. like, here's a drink. Oh. And you're like, okay. And you drink, and the, and the, and the foam is sold, not sold, but it's, it's a separate add-on. Yeah. So it's like they do the liquid, yeah. And then they go to another barrel and add the foam on top. Mm. And the foam, and the it's just something about it. Like, I had the frozen one because it was really hot. So I was like, well, I'll get a frozen one. I wanted to bathe in it. Like, it was nice. so good. I was like, yes, I get it. I always... Butterbeer. Amazing. Can you imagine yeah. how much research? Because she has it in the books. And even in the books, she describes it as something. Just like, you know, like lip smacking good. You it know, is. Wonderful. It's amazing how they managed to do and it. And they had to, they probably had to do so much testing to figure out yeah. exactly like, 
does it taste like this? Is it like, does it have like an, a savory quality to it? You know, is it actually like beer, you know? And so the, the fact that they landed mm. on that is awesome. It's good. I mean, the, the only, uh, the problem is with a lot of the other stuff at the, that she describes and talks about, if it isn't something that's like, like I went to the three broomsticks for lunch. Yes, of course I'm going to go there. It's, it's the, it's the, the restaurant, yes. you know I mean? The three broomsticks, blah, blah, blah. The the food is just English food. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, yeah, they're wizards and witches, but they live in England and they still eat fish and chips. That's fine. You know what I mean? So I had the fish and chips. Good. Granted, it was a really good fish and chip. Right. And I felt better because it was served to me by a wizard. But, you know, <laughs> but at the end of the day, you're like, oh. Well, that stew is not magic stew. No. It's still just Irish I guess stew. you can only play that so far. You it know? Is, and I felt that way when I went into the candy store. Like, they were like, here's chocolate frogs. Here's, okay, yes, here's a chocolate frog. Now, yes. granted, it's not alive, but it's a chocolate yeah. in here's the shape of a frog. Birdies, Birdie Bot's Every Flavor Beans, which I won't eat because they, I don't want a snot-flavored yes, jelly bean. And, yeah. and they get, yeah, the, no. those they do get pretty creative on, so I'm, I'll give them props for that. Yeah. But, like, I bought um, caramel flavor cobwebs. Okay. It, it's just white chocolate that tastes like caramel. Okay. Yeah, but, you know, it has the shape of a cobweb on when it. So I feel like, hey, look, I ate a cobweb. When you I get didn't. right down to it, it's like the Star Trek drinks, you know? It it's vodka it, with blue in it. Yeah, you know? and that's exactly... And we just called it Romulan Ale. And, and that's the, the whole joke about, I think, like, when you have the parties or... Even when you watch like Harry Potter, uh, The Hobbit, Star Trek, Star Wars, whatever, at the core of it, they're just eating food we already have. Right. But they've done it up in yeah. some weird way where you're like, oh, look, it's blue. Well, that's well, I can make it blue too. Right, and that's why I like like the food replicator Tumblr site because yeah. like she goes and there's this one the thing that I made to take to the party. I'm like looking through the site and it's some like fancy party that Picard went to and was talking to an ambassador and somebody mentioned something about these cheese, I don't, I forget if they were called cheese crisps or whatever, but you see them on a table, right? right? And the person who does this food replicator is like, I think what those are is actually these over here and going uh -huh. by the consistency. And so that's the, just, just tell me a story about how you made it and I'm fine. That's great. I agree. Yes. Yeah, it was like, look, I loved everything that, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I bought jelly slugs. <laughs> How were they? It's just a gummy in the shape of a slug. Fine. Right. Yes, exactly. But, you know, they had no taste. I guess if, what's the taste? Green. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever green, green. Whatever green, yellow, and like off oranges. Yes. So whatever those flavors you would associate with those colors. <laughs> sometimes like... it doesn't even have to be something weird. Like if you're going to have an X-Files party, you're going to have to have sunflower seeds. That's just because that's what Mulder ate all the time. Oh, really? Seeds. Okay. Yes. He loved him some sunflower seeds. So I like sure. that kind of thing too. You know, just pull an element out of the show. Yeah. And that's, it's like, was it the, um, when Ray made that bread, that was actual something they made. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, cool. I like that. Can I, no, I don't need that because I can get better bread. Right. But I like <laughs> to live out of an her do it. Yeah. I thought <laughs> that was neat. Yeah. You, I, the, it would be interesting to know what they drink in the Star Wars bars, the cantina. Like, what would they do? Like, that, that thing that's like, ee, ee, ee. what did he order? Well, like, yeah, what did was, you order? That you know? was the thing that had the smoke coming out of it, right? Didn't he? Yeah, didn't I think one smoke? of those things. There's a place my little sister took us to where they make like this. I forget what it's called, like smoking tea or something sure. like that. And it's just like, 
kind of like a Long Island tea, Long Island iced tea recipe, but they uh, honestly do put little chunks of um, when, uh, dry ice in it to make it smoke. Which is amazing. Um, before the Star Trek experience closed down, you know, you could go to Quark's Bar. And again, they did the whole thing, like, here's... Cardassian fish and chips. Here's yeah. the Picard tuna salad. You're like, really? Picard's in the tuna salad? Apparently he is. You know, sure. it's shit like that. Like Deanna's chocolate sundae. You're like, I got it. Yeah, it, fine. Tackiness aside for that, but the drinks were great though because like they did actually have like Romulan ale. They had like Rock to Gino, which was just like a chocolate coffee. And sure. you're like, oh, okay, that's sure. Yeah. But like, the joke was, oh, you know, in the car ride to Vegas, we're like, well, I hope they have the Tranya, you know, because the Tranya is fantastic. You know, and again, you get to the menu, and it's, there it is, the yeah. fucking Tranya, yeah. which was like an orange smoky drink, and you're like, that's exactly what it was. Fine. You know, um, I ordered the Warp Core Breach. What was that? I don't remember because it hit so quickly. With a name like that, it, it better. Yeah. yeah, and it was served in a bowl. <laughs> like, like, like. Like, like, and I'm not talking like, oh, a bowl. No, no. Like a fishbowl. Like a circular fishbowl. <laughs> and it smoked. And it, and it was dark. I know it had a lot of rum. Yeah. It, it was a whole table experience. You know, it was one of those, like, pass the breach around. Just you know. somebody coming up with the names I always like. Yeah. You know? If it was, it was, it came down to, like, do we want the warp core breach or do we want the Borg cube? And the problem is I think the the Borg Cube was very heavy on the vodka mm. and my stomach and vodka don't mix. Sure. But I love rum. Right. So I was like, well, we're going to go for the breach. Nice. You know, and it smoked. Yes. Like, the other one didn't smoke. It, it had like a green light in it that yeah. danced around. I was like, yeah, that's great. Yeah. I want something that smokes. I got it just going by names. Borg Cube, cool. Warp Core Breach, yeah. better. You know, so it, it is... I guess that's what the sucks about it is we could make everything we see. Absolutely. But it's just, it's fun to think about what they're eating that we don't have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Except gawk. No, we're not no, going to get not... anywhere near that. And most other Klingon foods. No, earthworms on a plate. Yeah. And then they would say like, oh, well, this gawk isn't fresh. And it was just a bunch of dead earthworms on a plate. I You're like, know. gross. Yeah. It's gross. Don't, Dax, don't put your fingers in there. Please don't. And Riker, don't eat that either. Oh, the mealworms. Oh. And those were alive. I know. You like, you're just like... You could see them moving. You're like... Mm-mm. No. But, all right. So, all sorts of fish are in. Don't kill things because it's bad if you're a hunter. <laughs> I'm just, sure. And, and, and go make some Star Trek food and call it whatever you like. Sure. Because it's fun. And also, there is no chicken soup in Plomix. Uh, chicken stock in Plomix. That's soup. right. It's so vegetable broth. It's, it's just, you remember they're vegetarians, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> that bitch. <laughs> All right. That is us for this week. We are Lost Safai. I am Leland here with Elizabeth. Bye, everybody. And we will see you then. Or we'll see you. You'll Next hear us time. soon. <laughs> Next time on Lost in Sci-Fi. Come on.